0: This is Season 2, Episode 13, Body Perspective. Hi, I'm Sabrina DeYoung. I'm a life coach, and I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This is the Perspective Detective Podcast. Here, I'm going to share true principles and mind management tools to help you live in a more empowered way with you as the creator of your life. Let's do this. Okay, so body has been on my mind a lot lately because I've been running a health group. And so I've just been thinking about, about different perspectives about the body, really. Um, so I really like this topic. And I found that the more that I love and accept my body, the more I love and accept me and feel more zeal for life. And also, I actually think think less about my body when I don't need to. So before we jump in, just kind of a random, (laughs) just a little story. The other night I had a really bad headache. And because I've been, I have really been practicing having compassion for myself and for my body, I was able to consciously relax into the pain of my headache. So, and it actually took a lot of conscious effort To relax, I kept. I remembered my mom taught me this when I was little, and she's like, "Okay, imagine the pain just draining out of your head, like down out of your body." And I was like, "Okay, how do I?" First, I feel like I need to relax my face muscles, and I was like, "How do I relax my face?" And it took so much conscious effort to actually relax the muscles in my face. and I felt myself just so tense. And then I was able to relax, but it was such a short time, like maybe a minute that I realized like my face is like, is tense again. And I realized that I am just in a habit of having tense muscles in my face. I'm like, well, no wonder I have a headache. (laughs) This is probably a tension headache because I'm like always holding up so tense. But I want relaxed to be my default. And I'm not there yet, but I know that I can learn. And as I continued relaxing my face muscles, just again, reminding myself that everything's okay, you can relax, my headache did like slowly dissipate and melt away. And it was just kind of, it was cool to me. I thought about how amazing it is that whatever was happening inside me just released itself as i relaxed and as i actually allowed it to be there whatever was causing the pain in my head didn't didn't want to stay but being tense and resisting it was i feel like was keeping the pain there now i realized this was just a headache it was and it was probably a tension headache like i said i'm not saying that we can relax and allow away all of our physical pain. But what I am saying is that we can probably do so more often than we think we can, and that we allow ourselves to do. What I am saying is that it is possible that much of the pain and the weight and burden that we carry is something that we can learn to let go of on our own just through managing our thoughts and having more love and compassion for yourself and your body. That was kind of a pre-tangent. Okay, so I really do think our bodies are amazing. They do so much for us and they want to do so much for us. I think that our bodies want to do things for us. So here's the first truth that I want you to know. You are not your body and your body is not you. So it truly makes me sad to see so many women hating their bodies. Torturing themselves, starving themselves, hiding themselves because they hate their body for a whole spectrum of reasons. And I think it always comes back to refusing to believe that they're beautiful or valuable if they don't look a certain way or are able to do certain things. So from my experience, I think it's hard to enjoy, you know, other things in life when when I'm so consumed in hate for my body. I mean, it goes with you everywhere, right? I was thinking at the pool with the kids, the park, a hike, a party, a social event, even church. Um, I recently coached a woman who was literally starving and dehydrating herself so that she would fit into her church dress and allow herself to decide that she looked good. Like she felt like she had to fit in the dress to look good or to decide she looked good. How can you have an enjoyable experience when you're starving and dehydrated? even if you look good in the dress. Ultimately, she wants to look good because she wants to like herself. And she thinks the pathway to liking herself is forcing herself to look a certain way. But I promise it's actually the opposite. When you decide first to like yourself, then whatever changes you want to make will just follow along. Furthermore, liking yourself is always available no matter what you look like. So most common, uh, among women at least, we're unhappy with the weight, size, or fat distribution of our bodies. I'll tell you the most powerful thought that has helped me to see my body's size differently is appreciating it. I've started thinking about how very cool it is that my body actually stores energy like a little squirrel prepping for winter. Granted, my body is misinformed (laughs) and I don't need to store fat for (laughs) the winter or for the famine. Um, That's what my cold storage is for. But still, my body is freaking good at making sure that I am going to survive the next famine. When I think from this perspective of appreciation and amazement, then I feel more empowered to take the necessary steps of informing my body and guiding it toward the health and even size that I want to achieve. But I do so from love. So from love, if I'm a bit hungry, I say, okay, body, you can have a snack on that storage spot down there on the the love handles (laughs) because I've already actually eaten a proper amount of food up until this point in today. And I'm okay sitting in the discomfort for an appropriate amount of time because I love and believe in the capacity of my body. I can push it to move a little more, lift a little heavier, go a little faster, and definitely drink more water and give my body the sleep that it needs. Again, all from a place of love. Because I love and appreciate my body, I've decided all the habits that I've created are a privilege and not a punishment. Listen to me. You are perfect just the way you are. You are the way you are for thousands of reasons, and I bet you can learn a lot from yourself and from your body. Okay, so size aside, not just size that we rag on our bodies about. So personally for me, I'm a hairy gal. I have a a bit of a lady stash, and I pluck chin hairs regularly, and I have dark hair on my arms. I have been called Sasquatch and Bearded Lady. And I used to hate my body because of my hairiness. And truthfully, it's not my favorite thing about me and it's never going to me. But I remember one day when talking to my husband about how I hated my hairy arms, they were just super embarrassing to me. He said, Well, I don't know. I think it's pretty. It makes you unique and you're just beautiful. You just are. That was the day that I realized that I had a false belief about what we're allowed to love. I learned that I had a false belief about what I was allowed to think was beautiful. The hair on my arms is just a circumstance. It's just there. Me thinking that it's unattractive or wrong for a woman or embarrassing was all just my thoughts about it. And maybe a lot of people share the same thought, but it's just a thought. And thoughts are never truth, my friends. They're they're just thoughts. They're just stories. And circumstances are always just neutral. We are always in control of what meaning we place on them. So when we were first trying to get pregnant, and I couldn't, I did a lot of tests and learned that I have PCOS and just kind of a different hormone balance than quote-unquote normal women. (laughs) This actually was a big reason that I grow dark hair unlike the majority. And I also discovered that, for me specifically, that because of my supposed abnormal hormonal balance, I am and always have been actually quite emotionally stable. So I remember as a teenager, I didn't get like the big mood swings. I didn't have like the big drama that I saw my friends having. I was just kind of logical. (laughs) And um, that doesn't mean that I was an easy teen for my parents. Side note, I had a whole different way of being difficult and rebellious. (laughs) But being balanced hormonally and emotionally has served me in many ways. It contributes to my particular energetic flow. It just makes me who I am. And it's one of the things that makes me a great coach and able to see and accept different perspectives. I guess for me, who I am comes with hairy arms, a lady stash, and my fat storage sticks to my belly. And I can accept that because that's just kind of my hormone cocktail. I still don't have to love it, but I can accept it. And frankly, I don't really give it that much airtime or thought power anymore. And that has given me so much more freedom. All that said, through the media, we are essentially taught or told by someone else what we're supposed to look like. We're told someone else's thoughts about what is beautiful and valuable and worthwhile. But you don't have to keep them. You do not have to believe someone else's standard of beauty. The way you think about your body, whether it's beautiful or flawed or however it serves you, your body is a circumstance and you get to choose your thoughts about it. Much of the way you think about your body will directly result in the way your body shows up for you. And remember, like I said before, you are not your body. So, now, maybe you're thinking, okay, fine, but I choose to want to change it. And that's fine, but changing your body from a space of hate and negativity Will not work. So let me help you. <laughs> um, let me, let me illustrate this a little bit further. Imagine you hate your children. Yes, the ones that go with you everywhere, the ones that you're put in charge of raising and caring for. They're supposed to change and grow, right? Would you ever be able to do a very good job of caring for them if you were impatient with their growth? Would you actually be able to give them what they need? Could you? do well hating them through all of their stages would they do well would you ever really get would you ever really get to know them and know how to nourish them would they ever be able to meet up to your expectations would that child that you just thought it was wrong and doing everything wrong ever be able to show up in a way that was acceptable to you okay, I realize this is a harsh example, but stay with me. (laughs) How can you expect your body to meet your expectations if you're not willing to give it some love and compassion and care? Again, I think of my little babies, little, little babies who would cry and cry, and I wouldn't get mad. I would just pick them up and hug them and give them love and say, what's going on for you? And after, through all the usuals, okay, they're fed, they're changed, I make sure they're warm and snuggled. And if they still wouldn't calm down, that I know, I knew that there was just something going on that I didn't understand. And I would just hold that baby and I would rock him. I would sing to him and I would just pat him on the back and just do what I could to make sure that that baby felt secure and loved. When I started... Talking to my body like I would talk to my children or someone else I loved, it truly made a whole world of difference for me in my health and in my ability to love myself and in my confidence. I've heard time and time again from people who have lost large amounts of weight and actually kept it off that the thing that finally worked wasn't a new habit, was not a new trend, not a new diet, not a new workout. It was a new thought, it was a new perspective. It was love for their body. It was allowing their body to do what it was always meant and able to do. Yes, there are certain habits that assist in the process, but those habits are going to stick and work when we acquire and believe the thoughts that will get you the results you want. So I have been having a lot of stomach issues lately. And... Instead of being upset about it, I've practiced having compassion for my belly for whatever it's going through that creates, that's creating the pain. This compassion and curiosity has helped me to feel better than resisting it or wishing that it were gone. I like to say things like, oh man, my belly must be going through something difficult right now. Or I ask it questions like in a loving way, like what's going on for you body? How can I help you? Sorry, this is difficult. Those questions didn't necessarily make the pain go away quickly, but it did allow me a more peaceful experience than the times when I have been in pain and felt frustrated or angry. And I'll take peace and pain over frustration plus pain any day. <laughs> Again, I take me out of my body. Yes, I am in my body, we're connected, but there is nothing wrong with me when there's something difficult going on with my body this detachment and compassion allows me to relax and relaxing even in pain helps it to subside i believe it helps my body to be more effective in doing what it needs to do to work through it so just like my headache like i mentioned when when i relax into the pain I could play a proactive role in helping my body work out whatever was troubling it. Obviously, I can't see inside, so I can't possibly know the problem aside from the fact that I'm not a medical professional, but I know enough about life principles that resisting and clenching against myself was going to do the opposite of help. Relaxing and allowing, loving, being curious and compassionate will get you much further in being comfortable in your body. So here's my suggestions that I've picked up from my personal battle, and you're going to hear some repetition here. The most effective way that I've been able to shift my stinky perspective of my body was to detach me from my body. And then I think about all the things that my body has been through, and it's a lot. My body has carried me through a lot and it's created amazing things. Our bodies really are incredible at healing themselves and processing all the junk that we put into them. Another perspective that I love to think about is that I can do hard things physically with my body. I Lift hairy weights. I carry around little and not so little people. (laughs) I stand for a long time making delicious and not so delicious food. My body allows me to show up for parties and hug friends and family. It's taking me amazing places in the world and I could come up with. Hundreds of things that my body does for me. And I encourage you to do just that. Write a list of a hundred things your body does to serve you. You could probably write a list of a hundred things that your hands alone do, or your legs, or your senses. Thinking like this helps me have an appreciation for what my body is capable of past my own limiting beliefs. There's so many ways to shift your perspective about your body. So to summarize, Shifting your perspective of your body to one that will create a more positive change in your life, here are my suggestions. Detach you from your body. Your essence is not your body. Detach you from that. Think of the things that your body does for you and allows you to do, and talk to your body like you would talk to your precious children, encouraging it, having more love, compassion, and curiosity for your body. I really think your whole quality life improves when you can have a more loving perspective of your body. Of course, you can message me if you are ready to get some different results that you want to see with your body. Currently, your first session with me is free. Let's get started. And because I love you, I made another worksheet to go with this podcast. And I also figured out how to link it to the show notes. So if you want the worksheet, you just, there's a link in the show notes and it should take you to a Google Doc. I hope it's helpful for you. As always, my friends, be watchful and stay curious.